Welcome to another That's What They Said, a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite songs, Serena Morales and Scott Spinelli, talking Limp Biscuit, Nookie. Scott, did I just speak English? <laughs> None of those are American words. Those are the English Limp words at biscuit, all. Biscuit, Nookie. Yeah. And Biscuit, of course, spelled with a Z and a K. Avi. <laughs> yeah. Avi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is one of the most toxic cries for help filled with like masculinity and hatred, like pumped, like lumped right on top of it. And I'm I'll just listen, I've dogged you many times in the past when you're the one who picks a song that sucks. I picked this song. Uh I don't know why. I just thought it would be funny to talk about a song that's title is Nookie. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I'll wear this. I mean, I'll wear the low numbers of listeners if people are already tuning out. But yes, this was my pick. This was a really wild song. Like, I'm going to say straight up observation as a kid who grew up in the Bronx. I felt like this song was for all the young white boys who loved yes. hip hop but couldn't necessarily identify with it. I will push back on that as a young white boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm glad we have diversity on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> As a young white boy who couldn't identify with hip-hop, uh, I still recognize that this was trash, right? Like, this yeah. to me was for people who liked rock and roll but had a, had a foot in, in worlds otherwise musically. Because it's like okay. kind of rap. Like, we discovered listening to this, right? His One of his first singles, his, Fred Durst, Limp Biscuits, was just a cover of George Michaels' Faith, which is yeah. so... <laughs> It's so awful if you listen to it again. They're not really singing. They're like doing that weird rap rock thing where people who can't sing but also can't rap. So they're in this ether where it's neither. You're not good at either of these things and you're trying both. Um, that's that what Limp is. That yeah, that's everything. everything. Do you? I, who he is. <laughs> I also, for whatever reason, the artwork of their albums stuck out to me when I was looking at them again today. Huh. See, I wasn't a big fan of them. I don't know. I doubt. I take it you weren't either. Um, yeah, they were on. They were on the radio. You know. Well, like More that. On MTV. The end together now uh, with yeah. Method Man. That, mm, oh, that was a good song. Uh, who could be the boss? Look up to the cross. Spin in the land of the lost. Standing up on sideways. You know, I, I, I do think it's weird that, like, people will, like, kind of shit on that song, when in reality, it's like, listen, is it the is it the coolest combination ever? No, but don't pretend like you don't like that song. It's a catchy song. It is. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's not it's not Wu-Tang's highest mark that they did a song with Fred Durst, but it's still yeah, catchy. Yeah, no, no, Yeah. But, I, I, yeah, I remember the, yeah, now I'm, like, looking at the album cover. But you're right. Yeah, it was, uh... This one looks familiar, and then the se- the third album... It's like it's like chocolate covered starfish and the hot dog flavored water. I think is the name of the album, and that um, that cover and name always stuck with me uh, as like very particular, obviously. But at any rate, uh, I- yeah, you're right. With with when the Limp Bizkit, Fred Durst did that song with Method Man, I was like, okay, you yeah. cool. That song was great. I just it think was. it's weird how like people kind of dump on it when it's like, all right, we all can agree that we don't really like Limp Bizkit, and then also acknowledge. That this song was cool. Like, it, it was a cool song. Yeah. I mean, anytime I think of Fred Durst, Limp Bizkit, I think of the backwards red Yankee fitted. And that's, that's what this is. That's, I mean, this this music video for this song is, it's all in it. I will say, too, I forgot how cool the, the intro is. Mm-hmm. 
oh, wait a minute, is this going to be a cool song? And then it starts going, and you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, incorrect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those that don't know this song, it's about an old girlfriend of Fred Durst who, you know, cheated on him, whatever, betrayed him. Um, when Durst was getting his career started in Los Angeles, he was sending money home to his girlfriend. And instead, she used the money to, like, treat herself. She had another dude on the side and, you know, drugs, whatever. She, treat yourself. That's and and, and hooking up with uh, his friends, apparently. His friends, right, which yeah. is... How dare you? And How honestly, like if this is a if this is a song that I wrote, my dad would say something like, "Well, at least he's got friends," you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like that's that's what that would be. Yeah. By the way, to oh. fill to fill that in for the listeners once more, that was a silent laugh from Serena. Just trust me <laughs> that she laughed there. I have a problem with my laughs. They the, just I go ha, and then it's silent. But I'm still laughing. <laughs> just hear me awkwardly laughing at my own joke. Basically, to know any time on this podcast moving forward, if there's silence, someone is laughing in the background, yeah. which sounds really creepy, especially because you're wearing a Joker shirt. That true. Kind of. My kind frail of former comedian ego can't handle that level of silence after a joke. I just can't handle it. So let's call right. it what it is. Anyway, let's get well, let's get into this, this song. podcast. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so yes, Limp Biscuit, American rap rock band, their first single. Uh, from their second album, Significant Other, it was released June 15th of 1999. This song, Nookie, hit 80 on the Billboard Top 100. Not Decent. Not yeah, not bad. I do, I always now look up like how it did in other countries because now I'm fascinated. Yeah, yeah. Australia, number 13. 36 in the Netherlands, 33 in New Zealand. Like, way to go, guys. Well, also, apparently it did very well on like the alt-rock charts in the US, right? So it did do yes. well in its own genre. And 80 yeah. overall for a song that I think objectively is bad. <laughs> like, you know, that's not bad overall. Yeah. yeah. You think he was, like, upset because you could clearly see he was, like, leaning towards, I'm trying to just do more hip-hop, but then it just still got pushed into rock. You think Fred Durst's like, I'm trying to just get there. Well, that's the thing is that, like, I feel like in rap he wouldn't have – he's that weird – and I know we're referring to a group as a he, but, like – it, he is that weird thing where he was never going to be a good enough rapper, and he's clearly mm. a, not a good enough singer to be a good rock and roll artist, yeah. right? Like, so he has to exist. He's like the worst version of a rock and roll Drake, right? Like, he's, you know what I mean? Like, he's <laughs> neither a singer nor a great rapper, but he's pretty good at them both a little. But he, you know what I mean? Like, if it's, so it's, what are you exactly? And you kind of have to exist in this middle ground that isn't anything. Yeah, I mean they were right. they were huge for a moment. I mean, you know, they were they had a oh yeah for sure they had a run. Limp Biscuit had a run. Funny, I read uh, the guitarist West Borland, and we talk about the music video in a bit, but that's the one with the creepy contact lens eyes that you think is dead. Um, he did say the music was cool, but he didn't like the lyrics at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nookie yeah. was the was actually a working title. Here's my Denver Nug for you. Okay. Um, in the studio, there was a porn magazine that had the word Nookie on the cover. And so they were like, hey, let's call it Nookie. And Wes Borland was like, I didn't think they would actually run with it. And so he takes it as his own fault that the song is called Nookie. So I, was Nookie a term we knew before that? Or did this, was, I mean, I, I get the sense that Nookie was a term, but then this like really blew it up as a term. Probably bigger in England than yes. yeah, in yeah. the US. Yeah, yeah. and then... 
there was thank thank goodness for that porn magazine that all taught us what Nookie actually was. I mean, in fairness, I was thirteen when this song came out, so I wasn't like aware of many sex slang terms. You know what I mean? Like, no, right? Yeah, it right. wasn't like I was like. You know what I mean? So like I might have known a sex term or even just the word sex. The word you know? sex, yeah. 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 For uh, those that don't know, nookie means sex. It, can you imagine somehow getting this far into this podcast? <laughs> being like, like, when are they going to tell us what the song means? But what does it mean? What <laughs> yeah. does it mean? Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get to the lyrics. Please. Um, I, found, I found the lyrics to be very poetic. Until he said, I did it all for the Nookie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, poetic is strong, to be fair. But I, I, I was going to start right off the top where he goes, look into these eyes. Look into these eyes. Right? When he does that line. Yeah. And all I could think about is the Wes, whatever that dude's eyes. And be like, I do Dude, not. He has those, no eyes. Those are Satan's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he has no eyes. What eyes are there? Those are. Those are white. I sometimes have nightmares about those guys, that guy's eyes. I mean, they're I, I literally just looked him back up. Like, if you Google nope, Wes not Borland gonna, right not now. Not doing it. Yeah. What a name, too. Hold on. His Wes name Borland. is Wes Borland? Yes. W-E-S. Well, because there's, there was a first baseman in Major League Baseball whose name was Wes Moreland. That sounds like, oh. you know, like he checked into a hotel under a fake name. And it just changes first. You know what I mean? Like, your name is Serena Doralis. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, it's it's a choice. You're making a choice, right? Yes, and I think I we, believe he was yeah. also in Marilyn Manson's group at one point, which not surprised. That tracks. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where like the red Yankee hat is a choice, one that I don't quite agree with. But um, like my dad in our house growing up was the Yankees wear one hat. You know, <laughs> they, yeah. there were no green Yankee hats. There were you. He'd rather you be a Mets fan than wear a, a non-blue Yankees hat. Traditional. Um, I hear you. That's. But no, so you um, you had, did you have a specific lyric you wanted to pull before we as we get going here? I mean, I did it all for the nookie, the nookie, so you can take that cookie and stick it up your yeah, stick it up your yeah, repeated three times. I mean, this is straight Shakespeare. This is exactly. But hold on. First off, so I went back and I looked. I wanted to see if there was an explicit version that said, shove it up your ass, right? Yeah. There isn't, at least not that I could oh. find. The explicit version where they do curse in the other parts, mm-hmm. it still says, shove it up your yeah, right? So, oh, very nice. So that's odd, I guess. But additionally, I guess you don't want to say You know what it is. You know what? I mean, we yes. might not know what nookie means, but we definitely know what shove it up your yeah means. <laughs> and I just hate the, the cookie part. Take that. Why can't he just say... So you can take that and shove it up your like. Why does he have to yeah. say cookie? Because they rhyme. I know, but it's idiotic. It doesn't make any sense. He's trying to be a rapper. That's why he had to do the rock rap genre. It's moronic. Like that song works if he just is. And so you can take it and shove it up your yeah, shove it up your yeah. Like he doesn't need to say. Right? Why does he say? Why does he? Yeah, I don't. Know. I hate that. So you can take that cookie. I'm like, well, I would eat a cookie. Yeah, I'm not taking it. First of all, that's disgusting to take a cookie and shove it up your ass. I mean, that's oh, vile. Stupid. Yeah, it's dirty. Yeah. You're wasting food. Yes. And I have to tell you, the way that like the cookie industry has progressed, some of these cookies are enormous. So that would not be a – that would be painful be, and, yeah, and a mess. You're going to have to like – yeah, who yeah. knows? But um, – All right. <laughs> moving, moving on from that, I did think uh, the little pre-chorus where he says, like a chump, ten times. Like a chump. Like a chump. 
didn't need that. You know what I mean? Just like maybe one like a chump, two like a chump. That was for the mosh pits. That was like like a chump. Yeah, like a chump. I mean, yeah. that's just just for that. Did not me. did not need that. I, I would have I one like a chump would have sufficed personally. I'm he felt really, really low at this point. He's like, nope, still feel like a chump. Let me repeat it. Do I still feel like a chump? Yes, yes I do. Also, who uses the word chump? Like Nobody. what a dated word. Well, to that You're point. You're a chump. To that point, when he said the line where he goes, that joke is so corny. Like, chump is played out. Whenever when somebody would say, like, uh, I had a good time tonight, not. Not. I hate that. <laughs> I, I hate it at the time. I hate it now. I will hate it forever. You, we could be recording this podcast when we're both in our 90s. <laughs> <laughs> doing like Sean Mendez's grandson's <laughs> songs and I will still hate that uh that not punchline. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, that's what they said. Not <laughs> <laughs> just so bad. It's so bad. Also <laughs> love that you just pulled of any artist you could think of off the top of your head, Sean Mendez came to your head. I just figured Sean Mendez is young and then if he's had, you know, his grandkids. Could you imagine us at 96? You're just sitting there just uh, welcome back to episode 4762. <laughs> uh year 72. We're still looking for a sponsor. We're just plugging ahead here. Yeah. <laughs> Both yeah. of us are like chumps. <laughs> yeah, like chumps. Wow. thought and i'm maybe giving him way too much credit here but it reminded me of that icarus reference like the myth of the son and the father and icarus like ignoring his father's warnings he flew too close to the sun i know what was i taking when i prepared for this podcast (laughs) you're comparing this to like i mean (laughs) take it easy (laughs) for for anyone that knows that remember i but I was like, underneath the sun, who didn't get it. I was like, oh, I didn't see the warnings. Sure. I think I might be giving him too much credit. Had I wrote this song, maybe there'd be a little more depth here. Maybe it was just like, you know, I'm I'm burning. I'm underneath the sun and I'm burning. See, I don't know. My takeaway from that lyric, because I, I sort of uh, wrote that as well. My big thing with that okay. lyric was like, how is it possible that everyone knew besides him? It's like, what was the song we did? Um uh, the panic at the excuse me the panic at the disco song that we did. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. I didn't have the proper. Mid- the waiters knew. The yeah, waiters knew. exactly right. In this song, it's like so. Your girlfriend, who you were sending money to, knew all about it. Her mm-hmm. friends knew all about it. She was sleeping with all your friends. She was stealing your money, and somehow you had no idea this was going on. It's like I didn't realize how much Fred Durst was admitting he got played and was a loser essentially in this song. Yeah, he he is like numero uno loser, chump 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 yes. times fifty. Yeah, yeah, he he feels pretty bad, um, and he and, should. And it's, yeah, absolutely. And to to the one um, verse or lyric that I I feel like okay, I can appreciate you is when he's like.
I'm only human. It's so easy for your friends to give give you their advice, but it's easier said than done. I appreciate it. I do, but just leave me alone. Because to me, if you're going through a breakup or something, I get annoyed with people giving advice that they don't take themselves one. Oh, yeah. And I don't like idealistic advice at all. Like, just be real. Hey, I'm really sorry. This sucks. Like, holler if you need a drinking buddy. I will find you some therapists. Like, yeah. I don't need to be like, yeah, everything's going to be okay. And so I appreciate this lyric and will save it for anyone that, like, annoys me one day. I'm like, I don't want to hear your positivity right now. Just <laughs> let me be sorrowful for a freaking week. Well, I just Can I just take a detour off of the song to comment on what yeah, you just sure. said for a second? Yeah, I, I will say, as someone who is negative and has made his life uh, sort of in misery, uh, I don't... One thing I need to be better at is accepting joy into my life, right? However, <laughs> however, yeah. when like when something actually isn't bad, like I'll give you an example, right? Like I bought a pair of basketball shorts that don't fit and I have to return them and you would have thought my entire – like the roof on my house caved in. That's how yeah. upset I was that I had to return something. It's as simple as just packaging it back. It's really not a big deal, right? But in yeah. my mind, I'm like this is the worst thing ever. Yeah. When someone says to you, like, don't worry about it, it's not going to be a big deal, about that, it's like, yeah, you're right. But when something yeah. actually bad happens, like really bad, and someone goes, I'm sure it'll be fine, it's like, you don't know that. Like, right. Stop saying right. that. Like, I, I might I, die tomorrow. Yes. Like, go F off. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, there's a time and a place for everything's going to be fine, and I do not, I sometimes don't welcome that in enough. I get that. But, like, when people say it, when it's just like, uh, it's like, yeah, uh, so-and-so just, uh, like, I'm trying to think of something like, I don't know, like really bad news that you get. And you're like, someone's like, I'm sure it'll yeah. work out. It's like. A yeah. death or cheating or any. I mean, you don't know that. You, you got fired from a job. You'll find another job. You don't know. You don't know that I'll find another job. Do you know how much money, how much I have saved? Like yeah. unemployment? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, one more pet peeve before we go here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I lost my wallet recently. And you know where I'm going to okay. go with this? When some, What is the first thing someone says to you when you lose something? Where was the last place? Yeah, where was the last place? Like, if I knew where the last place it was, then it I wouldn't would be have lost. Have a freaking wallet. Yeah, it wouldn't be lost. <laughs> <laughs> I would go there and get it. That's how be losing things works. I don't need you to tell me the obvious thing of, hey, do you remember where you last had it? First of all, no shit. <laughs> and second of all, it's not. It would wouldn't be lost. That's not how losing things works. There probably are a handful of people in the world that do need to hear that because they're like, oh. I want to know. I don't think I'm one of those people. I have to say you're not. Yeah. I would hold that for someone else. Although the other day I was sitting um, watching Sunday Night Football at a bar, and there was this contain like a water container that like instead of the bartender having to deal with people asking for water, there was one on the side, mm -hmm. and I was sitting right by it. And every I don't know 10, 15 minutes, someone comes over. The water wouldn't pour, so you had to tilt the water container over. Right logical logical sense well, i'm about to crap on some people who live in la here as a new yorker who is i, I don't know i give myself the street smart status i would say that I'm, I'm watching people use their heads and tip it over and try and get extra water use gravity it's basic knowledge <laughs> these two kids who maybe just got out of high school maybe they're like freshmen sophomores <laughs> in college i'm gonna give them the young side of things but the two of them are sitting down, kid goes up to get water, turns the faucet on, no water comes out, turns it off, 
doesn't tip it over and goes back down to sit by his friend. He goes, there's no water. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, do you, are you like, how could you be that dumb? How could you not try and tip it over? Go to the bartender and go, hey, there's no more water in the container. I mean, figure it out. So that guy, I do think, needs to hear where was the last place you put your wallet? I know we just went yes. way sideways, no, but sure. it drives me crazy. Oh, God. No, I I have no no comments. Oh. I agree that person would drive me nuts too. Welcome to LA. Yeah. I was like, this is impressive. Um, all right. So uh, all that said, do you want to talk briefly about the video? I really just want to say that the guitarist... That's when I first saw black contact lenses. I didn't like yeah. that. I okay, yeah. uh, real quick about contact lenses as a kid, I have brown eyes and brown hair. Super boring, right? I, as a kid, I wanted to put contact lenses in my eyes to make my eyes blue. I don't think that would even work cuz my eyes are too dark, but um, but like I thought that would I would look cooler if I could. Obviously, I didn't try it, but I was terrified of even touching my eyeballs. That's why I still mm-hmm. wear these guys. <laughs> but um when I saw those, I was like, this is what I wanted to do gone horribly wrong. Like, this guy, <laughs> this guy is... I didn't think he even got there. No, it's horrible. Yeah, I didn't like it. I still... Oh. Thinking about it now gives me the uh, the heebie-jeebies. You know, I'm not, not a fan. I need photo out of my Google search. Like, yeah. creepy. Um, the, the only thing I really noted outside of the red baseball uh, Yankee fitteds, um, they're really... There were no people of color in this music video not at surpri- all. Not surprised to hear that. <laughs> I was like, whoa, like, yeah, there's none of us there. And then at well, the end, he gets arrested for no reason. And yeah, I was disturbing like, the peace. I mean, honestly, you, you saw the Woodstock video uh, documentary, right? That he was in. Oh, no, I, I need to, you keep referring to that. I'm like, yeah. no, no, I haven't watched it. It's good. He's in it. Watch it. And you can count on one hand how many people that don't look like me are in that, uh, that can't okay. watch the show. You know what I mean? It's just like... <laughs> So. Oh, you got anyway. final thoughts? Uh, I, I, if this song, I heard somebody, hold on. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Let me see if I can find it. Someone had a great, uh, just like a little uh, a blurb about this song. And it was, uh, it said, it was from one of the reviews. It said, hang on. Um, Stereo Gum said, aside from the infantile lyrics, the awful rapping and the yelling, it's really not that bad of a song. And I was like, <laughs> it's actually right. That's quite right. Yeah. That seems accurate. Yep. All right. Well, that's what we'll end this podcast. Another episode <laughs> of That's What They Said. Not. Um, we'll see you next time. <laughs>